0: Hello, and welcome to Get Flushed, the sanitation podcast. My name's Pete, and I'll be your host. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome the executive director of the PSAI, Carleen Koss, who joined me from Minnesota. Who would have predicted, Carleen, the impact of COVID? It's just been surreal.
1: Well, you know, it, it has been, but as far as who would have predicted, I wouldn't have predicted COVID But as far back as 2015, we had a committee already called our Education Initiative, and that group really was hungry to, you know, change the reputation of portable sanitation globally. And I think, Pete, to be fair to you, your spirit, how you've come into the industry just, you know, open and wanting to learn and wanting to be helpful is getting you that in return.
0: Thank you for your time, Carleen, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk again soon.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Pete. I appreciate you.
0: So I'm on site. I've opened the app on my phone and I'll work through the 15 questions that I use to conduct an inspection. This one's nicely situated in a gravel car park. It's level and it doesn't move if I push it. Is the outside of the cabin clean? I'll be honest, it's not brilliant. There are a few muddy marks on the sides, there's lichen on the roof and spider webs on the hinges and vent. From experience, I'd say that the outside hasn't been cleaned in a while, maybe not since it left the yard. So that will be a no and a fail. Is there any damage or graffiti inside the cabin? This is essentially the same check as I did outside. A quick scan of the walls, the tank, the roof, the floor and the back of the door. I'll also check the seat and lid, the toilet roll holder and the sanitizer dispenser. Everything looks good, there's no damage and no graffiti, so that's another pass. Has the inside surfaces been washed? I have to say, this one's pretty dirty. There are cobwebs on the ceiling and vents, there's a layer of dust and dirt on the shelves and some muddy marks on the tank from people's feet. There's also a bit of dribble on the wall and the floor around the urinal and it smells like a toilet. Now, I don't know when this unit was last cleaned, but experience tells me that the driver doesn't wash this unit when he or she comes to empty the tank, so I'm going to say no. When I see toilets in such a disgusting state, I think I'd like to visit the people who work there at home. I'd do that to see how clean their bathrooms are. I wonder what their mums would say if they left pee on the walls and floor, what their wives would say if they left poo smeared on the seat, what their sons and daughters would say if they found a used tampon squashed under the sink, or what they would say if their kids drew a big cock and balls or wrote, Jimmy is a fat (laughs) on the back of the bathroom door. I'm guessing that'll blow a fuse, which makes me ask, if it's not acceptable at home, why does it happen in a portable restroom?
2: American 11, are you trying to call?
0: That audio captures the final moments before American Airlines Flight 11 hit the North Tower of the World Trade Center at 8.46am on Tuesday 11th of September 2001. In the days, weeks and months that followed, a huge rescue and recovery operation took place at Ground Zero. My friend Dave Andres took a key role in the mission to supply and service restrooms for the first responders and recovery workers. He arrived on scene the next day, Wednesday the 12th of September, and is agreed to share his story.
2: We got a call that said the sheriff is going to meet you at your yard and they're going to escort you to ground zero. I was in the lead truck and we got escorted from Keysby, New Jersey, down to lower Manhattan. And we started slinging toilets. We delivered these toilets and we would watch firemen and police officers and Port Authority people go into them and not come out like well beyond the time you need. And we then discovered that they were so thankful for a place that was clean, dust-free, alone, and they could just decompress. So it's incredible, really, that you are involved from day one. And what's amazing is you have to be ready for any call at any time. You never know what the next call is going to be. And I can't thank you enough, Pete, for asking me to tell this story. I just feel like an old man because it's 20 years ago.